You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Episode 51 of the Menovation coming in hot. <laughs> I still got to think of ways to just <laughs> say hot. <laughs> like you... This is my favorite one because this is recent. Like you just cut up jalapenos and you scratched your nuts hot. <laughs> and then you realize I have a slight burning sensation. Do I have gonorrhea? Do I have? Oh, man. Oh, man. We don't take ourselves too seriously. Although yeah. our guest is very serious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm actually not no. that serious. But this is part two with Walter where we're going to dive into... Yeah. Being a single dad, this is where I think his story really starts taking off over the last four or five years. Um, he, I think he's just hit a whole nother just level with his life where I think all that wisdom that he kind of learned the hard way is coming to a head. But we're going to be talking about that. If you did not listen to episode 50, you have to go back and listen to episode 50 because there's so much context, so much good stuff in there. Send it to someone who's just walking through it. Uh, maybe they had kids early. They're thinking about divorce, whatever. Just go back and listen to that. Send it to them. There's such value there. Uh, but I cannot wait to get into this episode. We don't want to waste any time. Um, so Walter, my man, you're still here. Haven't gone anywhere. Still here, man. We're traveling in time. <laughs> so we're going to start off this. So the last episode, a little bit of context. You basically had kids early. Mm-hmm. Uh, you divulged another piece of information to us off air, which we'll get into a little bit, mm. but you've just kind of been through it uh, when just trying to figure out adult life, had kids in college, went through, uh, had two, three kids in college, mm -hmm. then came through. Now uh, you're on the other end. You're 34. Mm -hmm. So kind of explain, give us like the broad overview just of your kid situation, and then we'll start to kind of dive into a little bit of that. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. After I kind of dropped the bomb, I was like, oh, this was important too. <laughs> <laughs> Touch base on a little bit was, um, yeah, so I have a, a third son happily in my life, but he does, he currently resides in Seattle. Um, few people, A lot of people do know this. Um, so before me and Christine got married, I had another child in between. So we had, I had Kai with Christine and then I had my son, Roland, um, who's in Seattle. I had him probably like, I want to say like 12 so months, 13 months after Kai was born. And then Zay was born in 2013. Okay. So they literally fall <laughs> 11, 10. Zay's eight, but he'll be nine in October. Wow. So I'm going to make one joke. Please make it. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for the jokes. So it's safe to say your yeah. pullout game was not strong. Oh, bro. <laughs> pullout game weak, <laughs> bro. It was awful. I thought I was. I was doing pretty well up until that point. God was like, "Bro, you are listening <laughs> you are. to what's happening right you now. You are over three. Over yeah. three. Over three. Over three. Over three. Um, 
But I mean, ultimately, yeah. again, you know, that that started a lot of just, you know, if you go back and listen to episode 50, which we advise you to do. <laughs> Absolutely. It brings in some more context about like the trust issues previously, you know, mm-hmm. with the whole relationship dynamic. Like, sure. um, but yeah, so with that being said, no, I was not married, you know, when I had these children. Um, nor was I married to, you know, nor was I in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I still made the choices to lay down with mm. these women. Right? Was it like a football game, travel? Like, what was the, why were you in Seattle? Oh, she was actually out here. Oh, okay. She was out here. That makes sense. Um, that makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. That she was out here and then um, her family's in Seattle. So she eventually yeah. moved back gotcha, to gotcha. Seattle. Mm. How, was, how was your upbringing? Like, what did you grow up in? Did you have... Well, did you, I mean, did you, did you have both your parents? Like, how did they raise you? Because, because a lot of that has influences the decisions that you make, right? So big time, big time influences on my life. Um, As a child, my earliest childhood memories, yeah, like my dad and my mom were married, but, you know, you know, I love my pops still to this day, but, you know, but he struggled with alcohol big time, Mm -hmm. an abuser of it. Um, And, you know, I saw everything from domestic violence, you know, disputes, you know, abuse physically, mentally, emotional, yeah. right? Mm. Um, so it was very, very just kind of just rocky, right? So I kind of what we mentioned before offline, it was, you know, kind of created some of these mm. habits and these coping mechanisms, you know, just through, I didn't want to hear my parents argue, so I would, you know, break things so they can be quiet, right? Wow. Or, yeah, or, you know, as time passed and my parents finally divorced, you know, when I felt like you needed that figure in your life to be like, no, mm-hmm. right? I didn't have that, right? My mom was there to say no. But as men, we all kind of know, like, our mom's going to love us regardless. It's true. Yeah. Right? It's true. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. she's saying two weeks, I'm grounded, but that's two hours. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So it's like, right. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, I took advantage of that, which, you know, again, created bad habits when we're talking about sex. You know, I use sex mm-hmm. as a coping mechanism early on and... You know, sadly enough, you know, that kind of carried on to some of my adult life until I decided to make those changes, you know, for me personally. But yeah, so that was uh-huh. my my young childhood. Like, it was a lot of trauma, right? I saw a lot of trauma, experienced a lot, a lot of lonely nights, a lot of just not having that capability to talk mm. to someone, talk to my parents, have a space where I felt like I can share what I'm feeling, right? Um, and as you know, parents, I mean, at the end of the day, again, I saw my dad, regardless of his struggles, it was like, I still got to provide for my son mm. and my and his daughter, my sister. You know, up until I saw him, I think, I think finally it was like 13, 14 years mm-hmm. old when they finally split and he was living probably like, um, maybe like 30 miles away. And then I saw my mom working multiple jobs and mm-hmm. trying to just figure it out literally working to keep the lights on yeah Mm -hmm. right so that was that was tough but that's what kind of shaped me into the father i am today because i was Mm. like 
in a way, we do kind of become a little bit okay. of our parents. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. You know, there wasn't like the abuse, but I I recognize that I did bring some kind of trauma to my kids. Right, because at the end of the day, like I don't think any kids should see their parents divorce unless it's like necessary. Sure. I think my divorce could have been preventable. It still happened anyway. Um, but with that said, you know, even still to this day as co-parents, me and her both agreed that we're going to still stand on some principles. Mm-hmm. You know, God first, then it's family. And then from there, it's just, you know, treating people how you want to be treated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's literally like, it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Like show people respect. So, yeah, I mean, going into your um, question, John is rolling right into that. I mean... My childhood definitely shaped me as far as like who I am as a father today. You know, I didn't want my kids to grow up with that type of traumatic experiences. And I also wanted them to know that I'm available. They have a space that they can talk to me about anything. Yeah, they're only, my oldest is 11, my youngest is eight, but these kids are so smart these days. Mm. And that emotional thing is real. And as a father... I can show them what love is. And ultimately, it's how I care myself. And the next side is, you know, making sure they're showing their mother respect, mm. right? And, and in this case, you know, it's Roland showing his mom respect and Kai and Zay showing respect towards their mom. Like, I don't play with that yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. You know, like, they both know they can call me whenever, if there's, like, this, sure. and it's, don't mm-hmm. call dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please don't call them. They, <laughs> yeah, they know. They know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Oh, wow. So yeah. what's it like? So you have two kids here. Mm-hmm. And then you, your uh, your other child is in Seattle. What's that been like a little bit? It was, uh, it was hard. I mean, it's still hard, right? To not be able to see, you know, a creation that is part of you every single day. Right. Mm-hmm. But the dynamic as far as like him, it's, it's getting better with, me and him, um, me and the mom get along great. I think it's also hard for him knowing that he has two brothers out yeah, here. Brothers, and yeah. uh, the boys know they have a brother up there. So when they do get together, it's, you know, it's like nothing. It's like normal. That's awesome. Mm, right? That's good. That's really cool. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's Fortnite and, you know, Wrestling. streaming well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all day. And, like, even now, I mean, that's. He's in Seattle. It's like they get home from school. And this is the only time I'm like, okay, y'all can do some stuff because it's he's up there. Yeah. You know, they FaceTime and get on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Right? That's cool. That's it, actually really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that they do that. Yeah. yeah is that pretty really consistent, cool. would you say? Um, at first, it was kind of like, they're like, eh. Because they, they, they're just sure. young. Uh, but now, I mean, they even open up about their brother all the time. That's at first, so cool. it was just kind of like, do I say anything? Because they didn't want to hurt. They can tell it kind of affected their mom a little bit. Because, I mean, he's like straight in the middle, right? Yeah. But granted, it's still, you know, we wasn't married or anything, but it was just still like, it just kind of sometimes made it feel weird for her. So I think as kids, they probably like felt that, but now it's like, it's my brother. Like, what, what do you want me to do? That's awesome. That's awesome. You know? Does he ever come down here? hmm Yeah. So her, her, she has a side of the family. Like her brother's out here. We're real close. She has a great family dynamic out here. Um, and her family, her brother's like in between Draper. No, actually, um, yeah, Daybreak. Nice. Her brother's okay. in Daybreak. 
he has kids around the same age also. So when they do come down, it's, you know, it's like a war zone of Nerf guns. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. What What would you say has been the hardest part about co-parenting? That's a good question, man. I think the hardest part so far has just been understanding just uh, what I think scheduling is always tough. Oh, I'm sure that's a nightmare. <laughs> but I mean, ultimately, it's just, I think it's just the consistency between homes, right? Mm-hmm. I'm oh, pretty, yeah. when you're under my roof, like, it's not that I'm like this super strict mm-hmm. person, but I am this super <laughs> strict person because right. as a man now and mm-hmm. going yeah. through the stories I previously told, mm-hmm. right, I'm trying to shape young men to have this discipline because, again, what lies in discipline is eventually freedom, yes. right? So wow. when they do go to college, like a story like Elijah, mm-hmm. they can be like, nah, I remember that. When my dad said, like, I'm actually going to go to sleep Keep your dick in your pants. (laughs) (laughs) Boom! Sorry, I I had to say it. I didn't know we can say that on this. But yes. (laughs) This is an adult podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's all right. It's good. But no, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Really think about what you're doing before you do that. Yeah. Yeah. So so my house is a little bit, it's a little bit stricter, dude. You know? Um, But, you know, their mom... Try to carry the same principles, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, she didn't. I don't. I, I I remember. I don't like remember her vividly, but I remember that like she didn't. She didn't mess around either. No. no yeah. No. She didn't. No. Yeah. She's she's on them. I mean, like I said, we early on in the relationship, we were both like, "Hey, dude, if we want to spend time with each other, like, kids got to go down at seven, seven thirty, hundred percent as young kids. So yeah, even right, as they're yeah. getting older, like we're not together, but it's like." I'm a single dad now. She's a single mom. It's like, bro, we got to get these kids down at like 8, 8.30 so I can still have the rest of my day to just breathe. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Or it's work. Yeah, right? yeah. So I need peace, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so um, those early principles, I mean, we still there for you, carry alike. So it's super cool. Well, it's nice that you guys, you get along with both those, both their moms. Both so, moms, yeah. Yeah. What has been the best thing I think the best thing has been just like really becoming friends Mm. and supporting one another. I mean, this is outside of the kids. It's like they truly know that I want the best life for them. Like, like I'm not going to make life hard. We're pretty flexible when it comes to, you know, like, hey, something comes up that's going to be the betterment for you. Like, Mm -hmm. go do it. Like, we, we can figure out the kid situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for them, for that, it's it's literally just like, having almost, you know, some solid friendships, right? Yeah. Knowing that, like, that support system is still there. Granted, like, we're not married or in a relationship mm-hmm. or anything like that. What, uh, and you guys just jump in anytime. I'm just, yeah. I got all sorts of questions. What is it like, <laughs> this is super random, but. I like random. When it comes to them dating, mm-hmm. is there like, or even you dating, is there like rules like, hey, you know, just like rough guidelines. We don't want you know, these people to meet the kids until, I don't know, mm-hmm. four dates or whatever, whatever it is. Um, not that obviously you can't date, but just obviously you're still trying to protect the boys. Uh, is there like, guide, do you guys have you talked about guidelines around that? With me and Christine, there has bef- definitely been some 
the confusion of like who is this person in, totally. in my life and like yeah. why is this so I think we've both done a great job at that you know with in Seattle I think the situation is a little bit different right I mean like I said he hasn't lived with me as much as Kai mm. and Zay mm -hmm. and you know it I guess the dynamic is just different I know but I know she who she is as a person and she's just not going to like bring anybody around them. And like, we necessarily had never had the conversation, but we have conversations about her dating and sure. she's very cautious mm -hmm. of who she brings around her kids. So she also has a daughter from another relationship okay. also. So she's just very cautious. The mom in who, Seattle? Yeah, the okay. mom in Seattle, who she brings okay. around, uh, okay. around her kids also. So, but yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, I'm not dating at all. Thank goodness. I just, I just can't <laughs> deal with it. Dating in 2022, y'all, like, oh, oh my gosh. It is a mess. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, I don't even try it. That's why. Right. I don't even try it. It's that uh, bad. Huh? It's that bad. Wow. It's that bad. Um, but, yeah, so, but when that time does come, it's going to be, you know, and that significant other that I feel like can be that mm. comes up. It's definitely going to be a conversation between me and Christine. Right, for sure, me and Fallon, as far as like, hey, this is the woman that I see. Yeah. I would mm -hmm. absolutely have that conversation with them first and then yeah. introduce the kids. Sure. Right. Once I know, like, it's like a for sure no. Not yeah. like even, <laughs> yeah, not like three months. <laughs> like, even like, I guess, I mean, there was a situation where kind of talking to a young lady and she was like, when can I meet your kids? I'm like, uh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> never. Yeah, like, like never now. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's just not. That's just something that I'm just not yeah. about right. right now. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 How are things different for your boys compared to how it was for you? Because you came out of that's good. a divorce as well, mm -hmm. and your boys are now walking through a divorce, right? As well, how is it different for them than it is than it was for you? I think the the maturity level, mm -hmm. right, that um, I carry myself with, honestly, yeah. um, mm -hmm. it's in the honesty. Yeah. Right? It's like, you know, early on, I guess Zay was kind of like, you know, he was kind of like, I don't know, right? Like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now he's like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, at my mom's house, at my dad's house, like, I mean, that's just kind of what it is, but I think being emotionally available, mm. right, for them both. And just reiterating the love, mm. of like how much I love them and actually having those conversations, right? I mean, my mom and dad never talked to, to me about, you know, the separation mm -hmm. or like the divorce. Um, but they did a great job at love you, mom and dad, but it was like they bashed one another to like sure. me and my sister. Yeah, yeah. Mm. To like create like this the real divide. Mm. Mom did this, your dad did this. But the conversation is like now it's like, you know, and I'm super honest. It's like, hey, I made decisions that I don't feel like they were honorable. Mm -hmm. So we're in this position now, but I promise you, like, the love won't ever change between wow. your mom, mm -hmm. myself, and me. Like, we yeah. still love each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we show that to them, and it's just pretty consistent in that that's way. Awesome. I think that's, like, it shows a difference because in comparison to how you grew up and how your sons are growing up is how when your parents split, I've I've seen where it's like, oh, 
just so you that you don't do this, you don't do that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. It was like, just like your mother, blah, blah, blah. And it's like yeah. all the negatives and just mm-hmm. like what they say or like what did you see what they did? Uh-uh. Like, we ain't going to do that. No, yeah. And, but from even in the last episode, you're saying like, no, I don't play that. Yeah. I'm going to respect and honor their mothers. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to hold that respect for them. Yeah. And keeping them accountable on that. And I think yeah. that, and that, I think just creates a shift in how, like the trajectory of how they're going to just grow up. Absolutely. Where like, no, my parents, although they're not together, they have a own respect for each other and they love us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, and that's crazy because that's, a lot of families don't have that. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's funny that, I mean, me and Christine literally had that conversation yesterday just because, you know, summer's over. So it's like we got to transition back to, like, you know. More structure. More structure, Mm. right? I mean, and how school year plays out is completely different because she's a teacher. So she works from 8 to, like, 4. and But they go to a completely different school. So I have the Mm. boys in Salt Lake living with me in the avenues mm-hmm. right now. And so she can't take them to school because she starts school at eight. So it, where does with, she live? She's in West Jordan. West Jordan, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that, you know, we created a system. I have them Monday through Friday, you know, full-time dad. Wow. Um, she tries to help when she can, mm-hmm. obviously, because she's great. She's a great mom. But I just think with the dynamic and the decision of, to put them in a school that we chose we loved that school and so we're just like hey this is kind of sacrifices yeah. right yeah. that we're mm. going to make for one another and summertime is she has them a little bit more obviously i'm around yeah and i'm here but it's you know that's just kind of how you get I a little more of a break even flows a little mm, bit yeah yeah that's, that's good setup. so you're usually free on your weekends i'm assuming because they're with her sometimes right and like i said i mean i know she probably wants a weekend right sure. so we talk about these things. Mm. And and that's the cool part about co-parenting with, you know, with hers because I get it. Like, I understand she's a human. This Ooh, isn't yeah. about, like, yeah. fair and, like, what's fair is, like, she needs... The, Say it again. Right? Life ain't about what's fair. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, yeah. I, I need her to be the best mom she mm-hmm. can always be for her kids. So yeah. if I need them for an extra day, we're talking about extra day. They're, they're my kids anyway. So it's like, if I need them for an extra day yeah. so she can like, do whatever, whatever yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. she can yeah. be the best mom she can be, that's fine. And vice versa. So that's kind of our dynamic. And same thing with, uh, you know, Fallon in uh, Seattle. Fallon's Roland's mom. Roland. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. In Seattle. Um, Obviously, that dynamic was a little bit different, sure. but you know the support is real. It's like real support, and I want that. And so, going back to the whole, you know, respecting her mom thing, and I think I kind of made a joke about, you know, the last episode about you know, which or was it this episode? Like having the the pops not necessarily like be my pops be around, and so I kind of took advantage of my mom, yeah, a mm. little bit. But just imagine if my dad was around, granted, he was like, hey, bro, you told your mom 12 o'clock and you're not in at 12 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to bust your head. It changes. <laughs> right? Even if he's not in the house, yes. it yes. still changes. Like, yeah, like, I can't get away with shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So now it's like, 
those principles of like respecting my mom. So the reason I say respect their mom so much is because they're learning how to respect women. 100%. Mm, 100%. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Beautiful. So from right. that point, it's like, no, nah, I can, if I can get away with this with my mom, oh, I can like, get away can, with it. I can get anything. away with anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just having that dynamic of like, if, I, if my pops would have said that, I know for a fact I would have listened. Because my pops still like, you know, I was, what, 16? He's still 6'2", whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. You know? Like, I was like a buck 60, dude. <laughs> like, like, absolutely, I'm listening to him. Um, but, so that's kind of the reason why I'm so heavy of, like, you, like, hey, if your mom says something, you you do it. Yeah, yeah. Right? right? So that's kind of, like, creating those spaces for my kids and my boys to really understand that so they can create women. And they don't repeat the same patterns I did. 100%. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Now. yeah. That, the, the interesting thing is you don't just co-parent like you're a dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because usually when I hear, you know, when people get divorced and there's co-parenting stories, you have the kids like on the weekend or mm-hmm. every other weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're with you the majority of the time, oh, I would, you know, whatever. Yeah, you yeah, it. whatever. Uh, that's impressive. That is very impressive. Yeah. And um, that, it, it it's interesting because it gives me way more context to your life because you're like, oh, I'm busy. And I'm like, okay. But now I'm like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> he's, he ain't kidding. Like, he's, you know, just like getting them ready for school and getting them to school and then you trying mm-hmm. to go to work and then coming, like, mm-hmm. that, uh, my level of respect for you has went up. No. And the like, fair that's a, yeah. that's stuff impressive. where it's just like life isn't fair where like I feel like sometimes when like people get divorced and they have kids involved they go into co-parenting and it's like okay well I need child support uh, like right here or mm-hmm. I need this this and this or you have the kids on from Monday through Thursday I get them Friday Saturday Sunday, and they're mm-hmm. such sticklers yeah because mm-hmm. they're trying to get this fair stuff fair thing yeah. and it's just you're hey why are you late giving me the kids like yeah. what, what, what what's up with this? Up. Yeah. Like, like picking mm-hmm. them up you're supposed to be like on the dot and I feel like sometimes the kids see that and it's just it's like, so petty dude it's it's like, almost like a crazy. job yeah. to be like well, yeah. you have them here yeah, clock in clock out now it's yeah, your that's, turn that's true and I feel yeah. like what's cool about your story is that no like he's like we are their parents and Obviously, we have a schedule and we're going to try to stick to it. But if there's going to be give and takes, there's going to be moments where, again, like you said, we're human. And if you need this to be the best that you can be, I'm going to give you that and I, I'm going to take on more and vice versa. And I think that's mm-hmm. a, that's so cool. Yeah, that's, absolutely. In divorce, do you, do, does the, I don't know, magistrate or whoever... Magistrate? So I, I signs the paperwork. I don't, Where I don't are know. We're we're in Hogwarts. Like, is it is it the like judge. a rule that yeah. it's got to be like, all right, you got you get this amount of time with the mom, this amount of time. Like, how does that whole you, like clock in, clock out thing? You can do that okay. if you want, but we decided or you guys that just decide. We're just like, dude, okay. we got this. Yes, we're good. That's yeah. good. That's, that's cool. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and and it, it like it so it was a fight so. Yeah. And this is a fight without attorneys, right? This is a fight with... Attorney. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like magistrate. <laughs> magistrate. <laughs> that sounds better, though. Yeah. 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 Get deal um, with the magistrates. <laughs> and when I say it was a fight, it was in 17 when, you know, we split. That summer, she took the kids and moved to her parents' house. Which Up in was, Roosevelt. In Roosevelt, yeah. which is two hours away. So here's a time period in my life 
I'm thinking like this freedom was going to be awesome. What I failed to realize was like, dude, I started missing the small things that we just don't realize on a day to day, which y'all mm. probably know as dad, the tucking in bed, mm-hmm. the prayers before bed. Yeah. I mean, we would, they would call and pray on the phone. Mm-hmm. It's different. You make me cry. Keep going. But then, <laughs> but, then, but, yeah. but it's literally it's it's the dropping them off at school. Mm-hmm. Love you. See you later. Right. Picking them up and like those conversations when they hop in the car and you're just driving home. And how was school today, bro? Mm-hmm. Those were that's what I missed the most. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, I can't live like this. And so when she took them out there for. I think it was like it's like eight months because they end up going to wow. a school out there. I was living in Park City at the time, just trying to figure out life, and I was just like, "Dude, like I'm not living my life this way." So I ended up. Is that one of the reasons you moved up there? Was to be a little closer, or is that entirely? No, different? it was. I, I just wanted to be in Park City because yeah. I was like, "Well, I, ain't, I don't have anything else." To do. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, it is beautiful up there. Yeah. It's and then I, then I realized, I was like, yeah, it's really expensive up here. Yes. So let me yes. uh, <laughs> go back down. <laughs> I was like, maybe one day, one day buy a house up there. But um, but like for me, the dynamic was like, okay, I'm not fin to, f- I had to allow, I had to almost submit to that, like not be petty. You know, I begged right. a little bit, but I had right. to like, what is the long term? Like mm. what 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 is the vision that I have for myself, my family, and my kids? If I was to fight her right then, go to court, like there's nothing. The oh. dynamic between me and her probably been ruined because mm. we just try to get courts involved. It's a wrap. It's over. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. So I was patient. This is when my, you know, still in this moment, my relationship with Christ was still kind of like it was, I know who Jesus is. I have a heart for him. He knows my heart. But it wasn't like I was falling on the sword every day, you know. Yep. It's not like I was choosing like choosing him every day. There was days I was absolutely weeks. I would choose mm-hmm. my flesh over Christ every single totally. day, right? Mm. But there was still like this side of me that understood that like, let's just take it a day at a time. So from there, I was like, okay, my kids are mixed. Obviously, what's the best situation for them? The school out there, I mean, they've gone to like private school, like challenger school, like their whole entire life. So they started school at three. Mm. Right. And so then going to a school in the middle of nowhere in the country, these black kids in Roosevelt, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. First of all, like, they just don't know how to raise these kids. You mm-hmm. know? Um, and then second, like, you know, I'm calling the house and they's like, I'm like, say what you doing today? Like, oh, I just watch TV all day with grandma. I'm like, <laughs> right. And it's just like, mm. no. And he's, Zay is a genius, but. I was just like, nah, I got to do something. And so I decided that I was going to put my kids in Roland Hall, mm-hmm. um, put them in one of the, you know, I feel like a really good private school, pay for it, and, you know, a little bit more diversity, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For my liking. And that was my case, and she accepted. And so that's kind of how I got the kids back, to, you know, in my realm a little bit. And so, you know, 2018, 19, 1920, I had them, and then from there, I mean, that's kind of how this whole thing of like being full time dad came into play. So at this, at that junction, you know, she was still in Roosevelt. She would drive up when she can, but I mean, it was dad mode literally seven days a week. 
So it was wow. driving down the wow. canyon, taking them to school, driving back up, working, mm-hmm. started to create this village of people. Um, finally, you know, pandemic, like right before the pandemic hit, I was like, okay, I'm leaving Park City, going to Sugar House. And, you know, again, this village of people at that school, it was amazing. And so just having that ability to create some stability was like my biggest thing. And that's what I fight for more than almost anything right now. Mm-hmm. It's giving them space to feel freedom and and they feel stable. Because that's what I feel like I almost missed. Yeah. Like granted, like, I mean, I didn't switch schools or anything like that, mm-hmm. but my house was nuts. It wasn't safe there. Mm-hmm. Right? So the biggest thing now is just giving them a place where they can be safe and have stability. So yeah, that's how that started. So from that... Is that why you fought so hard to have stability? Is yeah. because just what you went through, like, because clearly you're you're driving, you're doing all these things in the middle of a pandemic. You're like, I, I want my kids to have, you know, obviously you grew up in Texas, you know, you're not in white Utah. You mm-hmm. know, you obviously have lots of diversity there, but bringing them back down, was it, is that why you fought so hard? Is just because you walked through it and you're like, I don't want this for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and obviously, I knew there was going to be some give and take with them not being there to see their mom every day. Yeah. And I know I couldn't be her, obviously, from a nurturing side, but, like, delivering love and some type of consistency, which I'm still trying to figure out, was was my intention, mm. right? Was That was my goal. And I think showing her that, like, man, these kids can't live without me, right? I mean, eventually they will. You know, when they're grown and they're married and they're starting their own thing. But I'm like, no, nah, I have to show her and her family, like, like these kids need me, right? And I think, I'm not trying to speak on every man's situation, but I talk to men or dudes that fall in, you know, had a girl, got a girl pregnant before marriage or they divorced and yeah. ended horribly. And it's just like, bro, you got to fight. Yeah, you got to fight strategically. You got to like show her what your worth is to this kid. Damn, right? You, you <laughs> just yeah. have to I love it. Mm. Right? Yeah, I mean, you can't just be the dad that's just like, oh, I want my daughter, or I just want my son, and you're not. You, know, you don't do anything. Right? Yeah. So, what, what does that drive for you? Because, like I said, going from hearing all these things, like all the story leading up to it, you right. could have phoned it in. Yeah, you could have like, oh, we'll stay in Roosevelt right. or whatever, right? Uh, you could have done these things. You could, I'm sure you could, you know, fight and be like, I don't want them, you know, all week. Just all these things. What do you think that is? I think it was. I, I, was, that's a good, I was thinking that question yeah, as well. Yeah. Because yeah. um, your story is so unique. Mm-hmm. Like, because, and I don't know if it's just the way dads are portrayed, like single dads, like in movies and TV shows. They're just portrayed as shitty. Mm-hmm. Like they suck. Yeah. And you are so not that. Yeah. And that is so amazing to see. So like well, what? Yeah. Well, I mean, like you were you were saying you weren't settling down for anybody for anything. Like, so you conscientiously made those decisions that you made. Absolutely. But then what caused you to to flip and say, hold on a second. Like, this is bullshit. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, I need to be a better person. Like, what, what caused that yeah. change? Was it the divorce? Yeah. It or, was... It was how I wanted to show up every single day. Mm. Right? And my last name needs to be something that's like, that's just not shit. Mm. Right? Mm. Like, I have children in this world now, and I want them to understand that their last name means something. Wow. Like, mm. it's remarkable. It's it's blessed. It's favor. It's all of those things. And I had to 
show that. Like literally waking up every day choosing to be in that, mm. right? There's some days I wake up and I just, I do want to wake up and be just like, screw this. Sure, dude. totally. Yeah. Like, mm. what? <laughs> like, what are we talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. You look at your yeah. Thursday schedule, it's like, okay, <laughs> I got this in the morning and then they got to get to school. And then it's, okay, after school, it's like basketball practice, baseball practice. And then, like, what? Or even, like, on a Wednesday, like, and they want me to come serve tonight? I'm like, yo, <laughs> I love you, BJ, bro. I ain't pulling up. <laughs> right? And that's just the facts, right? It makes yeah. sense now. Right? Yeah. Or yeah. even, like, Tuesday morning prayer, right? Yeah. It's just most dudes can go to Tuesday morning prayer because they have somebody at the house. For me, it's yeah. like I'm driving from... I'm not trying to make an excuse. No, no, it right. makes sense. Right. Yeah. But it's like my kids have to be alone mm-hmm. for a period of time. Yeah, mm. that's um, not great. Yeah, where's their school at? That they go to? It's in Sugar House, Rolling Hall. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, but to answer that question, man, it's just I I want my kids to be great. Mm. I want my kids to be remarkable, exquisite, above. You know, mm-hmm. I want them to be young men that you know. I want your daughters and I mm-hmm. want you to be okay with like you know what I'm okay with my daughters dating kind mm-hmm. because right. I know what their father stands on mm-hmm. and I know what they stand on right that's important to me right super mm-hmm. important yeah because one day they're gonna marry a beautiful young woman mm-hmm. and I need them to understand that like you can't make the mistakes I did sure mm-hmm. you have to honor that and that's that's right. but that's the reason why I make the decisions I do today yeah because i understand later you truly learn from your past yeah that's good and they're good kids they're good kids i mean um yeah you you, deal with them (laughs) 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 i mean lean uh junior high with dakota like we we have kai right now and Mm. kai is awesome Mm. he's like so amazing yeah such a good kid and so that's Mm. just a testament to your parents and honestly yeah Yeah. so so you're your son, I'm, I'm sure I know the answer to this, but I'm assuming it tears you up, right? Just being so involved here with your boys, your son in Seattle. Do you think there's ever might be a point where he like comes and lives with you? That's the dream. That's awesome. That was my dream. As soon as I found yeah. out, it was, yeah, it was he, it was he, him here. The first dream was like, yeah, I wanted to be married with you know Christine, and sure. we'll figure out that dynamic. Obviously, that dynamic didn't work out. It's still the dream. I want all three of them. In the same house, being mm-hmm. bros, That'd be amazing. Talking yeah, about cool. what's going on at the high mm-hmm. school or, or the junior high, right? I yeah, mean, yeah, that's yeah. absolutely the dream. Yeah, and I want them to have a close relationship. Um, Would Fallon ever come out here? I I, I try to. Cause she's trying to get <laughs> me to go up there. I'm like, bro, I'm not moving to Seattle. <laughs> right. like, bro, y'all wear masks, bro. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about right now? <laughs> I'm going back in time. Why yeah, am I like, we're not doing this? I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Um, <laughs> crazy in there. Yeah, right. Um, but no, that's 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 the dream. That is absolutely the dream. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. for sure. Let's get them for like the summer. Like start off and just get them for the goals. Yeah, man. Get them from like a hopefully like you know like that three month period, and then mm-hmm. hopefully you know you know like I said, not like I I want the same for her as Christine. Like just rest, right? Some I mean sure. it's hard being a mother, hard being a father, and it's hard doing it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just to have that, yep. give her the opportunity just to be like, not nah, like go be with your dad, go be with your brothers. I know what Walter's about. Yeah. Like yeah. he's in great hands. Yeah. And it's going to be a little bit different because he was living with his mom for 
so long. So that's something that I'm already mentally preparing because mm-hmm. he's going to be a little bit different compared to my boys who are already like, yes, sir, no, sir, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I talked to him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Which is okay. <laughs> right? You know, I know right. it's like, yeah. what? I got to do with you just a little bit different. Yeah, 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 a little right. bit different. It's just a little it's bit different. different I love it. I love yeah. it. But, you know, I mean, that's going to come. And when that day comes, I'm going to be thrilled. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. It's going to be like a boys in the hood moment. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. He's like, no, I'm being hard on you. He's like, I'm showing you how to be a man. I'm showing you how to be a man, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah, people like I think about that even just my my young girls, where, uh, like I'm pretty strict. I'm mm-hmm. a little crazy, and mm-hmm. my wife looks at me sometimes. And I said, "No, like every single thing that I do as their dad, there still needs to be respect." Because I think about, and Ben, you can probably relate to this, but you hear those stories about where little girl or teenage girls like flip out on their family. They're crazy. All these things. I ain't gonna have that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like you can, of course. You're a girl, I get all that, those motions and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, you're still going to mm-hmm. respect us, you mm-hmm. know, because yeah. they may not be like as, you know, crazy sometimes as boys, but the, the sass is just, I can already see it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I hate the sass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. So did I you, mean, did you have like extended family, uncles, uh, a community, like, you know, was, you, you grew too. up like, you know, Baptist, but did you have like a community that you could have relied oh. on in, when you were growing up? Yeah, man. I mean, I think when my mom did a great job also, um, and my dad also, I mean, in a way was, I mean, we had a village. I mean, it was okay. literally like a That's village good. of people, mm. man. And, that's why I crave relationships so much because I know mm. it works. Mm. I know if somebody needs me, I'm going to show up. Or if somebody is missing a void somewhere, like I can be there or somebody else can be Like relationships are so important, mm-hmm. right? But um, yeah, I mean, I had an uncle, my mom's brother. Um, my uncle Ray was there for me. Okay. Heavy. That's good. Heavy, mm, heavy, that's heavy. Good. Early on. Um, and then, you know, I found my boys. Like, I mean... I got best friends from Sandpit, man. I mean, they're still my best friends. Mm-hmm. They was with me through my parents being together, through the divorce, through, you know, football, basketball scholarships, and they just stayed my boys, mm-hmm. right? And, like, you know, now we're grown men, and now we're like, okay, what can we do to continue this stability for our kids, show our kids, this, you know, this love, mm-hmm. right, which we possibly didn't have, or how are we breaking cycles? I mean, these are the conversations I'm having with daily. Right there. Daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marriage. Like, they mm-hmm. come to me about things daily because I'm like, you don't want to go through a divorce, dude. Mm. If there's any regret, that's my regret of, like, not figuring out how to stay in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. People say it's like, it's funny, like it's cheaper to keep her. But in a way, it, it, but it's, it is. It it is. Everything. Financially, mm-hmm. emotionally. Mm-hmm. Every, sure. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, nah, bro, yeah, like you got to figure that out. And as a man, you know, sometimes it's, it's falling on your sword and just being like, hey, like, what is it that we need? I'm not trying to give relationship advice, but mm-hmm. do it. Right, it's just falling on the sword and just being like, mm-hmm. hey, what do you need? Like, let me put my pride to the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you need as a spouse, husband, you know, whatever, boyfriend or whatever? Yeah, because you watched it all, I wouldn't say crumble necessarily, but you watched it all fade away before your eyes. Before mm-hmm. my eyes. And that's, even, even as men that are married, I think that that is a very good reminder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that you have to. You have to. 
You have to. You have to. Like, I mean, I saw my parents, they were still in love, go through a divorce because wow. their pride and their lack of communication. I like, even after the divorce from my parents, it was just so, like, I saw my mom, like, still hanging up family portraits. Granted, she, she, put, she put the divorce out there, but yeah. she realized of, like, what really this dynamic is. Like, it's hard to do this shit by mm -hmm. yourself. I mean, yeah, I'm a cool dad and I'm thankful, but like, bro, to have a partner every day to come home to, yeah, it's, I would trade that for anything. Yeah, mm. yeah. For right. real. Right. Wow, that's deep. So, so a couple of things, okay, we're coming to the end of this episode already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> These episodes go fast, dude, they do, they do. <laughs> yeah. What is some wisdom, advice, whatever? I mean, you kind of, you're touching on it all throughout the episode, but just other single dads, maybe that are struggling, whatever. Yeah, just share, like, what do you think your 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 keys to success, if you will, whatever, however you want to say it. Um, That's tough, because I feel like it's, it's an everyday choice. I mean, mm -hmm. you kind of going back to, you know, it's a choice. You have to choose. Mm -hmm. And then once you like, like, okay, do I just sit here and lay down and just figure, like, just let them figure out on their own or and just give them a shitty example of a father? Mm -hmm. Or do I get my ass up? Bro. It's cold. Like, <laughs> I feel so convicted. It's cold. These covers are warm. Right. And granted, I mean, it's probably. I got my phone right I got my, Right. Like, get off your phone. It was like, I'm yeah. going to cook my kids breakfast. We're going to have fun. I mean, you know, we'll randomly. Just chill do, or whatever. Yeah. Right. In the morning, just before school. We, we do. We pray. We meditate. Um, there's days where we just, bro, Alexa, play the Beatles. Like, hey, Jude. Like, literally, just nice. pop the day off, dude. Uh -huh. And, like, they're going to have a great day. And they're going to mm -hmm. remember those moments more than, right. the, like, oh, you know, some cool whatever grade they had at school. It's like, it's true. nah, mm -hmm. dude, my That's dad used so to cool. wake me up. We had breakfast, we pray, meditate, and we would listen, we would blast Hey Jude around the house or blast MC mm -hmm. Just whatever. Or when the song comes on, they're like, oh, man. Metallica. Yes. 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 Yeah, like, like, bro, whatever. Yeah, right? so awesome. Drake. I mean, yeah, we listen to Drake. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. right? Just whatever here. it is, right? So I know they remember those moments. You guys moments. both have really cool taste in music as well. Like, really, <laughs> like, diverse. Yeah. yeah. And so I think it's, you got to choose, right? And it's kind of almost like in an instant, you got to think. It's almost like, okay, if I lay here, it's like, dang, who am I going to be? But if I get up, it's like, okay. And once you get out of the bed, you start moving, it's like, okay, I can do this. Mm, Even if yeah. you're tired from the long day, the previous day. It's a, it's a choice, man. You literally got, it's literally, you're choosing to fall on the sword every single day. Whatever sword it is. Sure. You have to choose that hard shit. That shit is hard. Mm -hmm. Being a dad, being a parent, husband, whatever it is, this shit is hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm not even in a relationship right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even yeah. getting to that point, I'm like, that's going to be hard. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love, I just, it's the it's the standard, I shouldn't say standard story, but it's the, we want something better for our kids. Absolutely. Right, than mm -hmm. what we had. So I love yeah. that. Okay. We're going to shift, well, oh, ask your question. Ben. No, it wasn't even a question. No. Were you going to wrap up? I was. Uh, I got I mean, one more so, question here. Oh, you, okay. Go yeah. for it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so let's okay. So let's take a quick. We're gonna end this on a different, slightly different note. Oh boy. Just being a man, okay. Like obviously your experiences, all this kind of stuff. What men like? Let's say let's say you're talking to an eighteen year old kid, 
right? Which I know you actually do because you, you're still involved in sports and all this kind of stuff. What do you tell them like that they need to know for their life? You know, or someone that like you were talking to a teenage kid and they're coming to you and like, they're all jacked up or whatever. Like, what do you, what do you tell them? Like, Hey, what, how do I make my life good? How do I have success? How do I, whatever? This is tough. This is an open, I don't know. This is an open question. Um, <laughs> Cause my mind is going nuts right now. But for me, dude, if one, it's just roll with it. Roll with roll, it. If yeah. it's the one mm-hmm. and this is the evolving thing, it's, at the end of the day, you're you're a good-looking young dude. You got mm-hmm. all this lined up for you, but if you don't love yourself, mm-hmm. it's it can it can all shatter right before your eyes, dude. And right? you're not talking about like the stupid self-love of today. No, nah. you're talking about ex- expand upon that just a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not like the stupid self-love talk. That's so cliche right yeah. now, right? No, nah, it's really like you have to choose your principles correctly. This is evolving, right? Mm-hmm. Like you got to stand on something. Mm-hmm. You have to stand on like what that looks like for you, right? And that's loving yourself. You have to respect others because if you respect others, they're going to respect you because they're like, oh, this dude is really something. Mm-hmm. It's going to show that he loves himself. And then obviously, ultimately, like, I mean, not trying to be cliche again, but it's like, essentially, it's like, dog, God has to be in the center of all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I'm talking to a kid that doesn't necessarily recognize God, I'm going to show him what that looks like. It's bro, because at the end of the day, I mean, there's so many principles in the Bible mm-hmm. that we can almost like make sound so simple, right? Of just like, bro, nah, bro, like this porn stuff that you're doing mm-hmm. right now, like, mm-hmm. bro, all it's doing is this. Rip your part of life. Rip, rip your life apart. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now it's just, you're shifting your mind. Right, Because right. now what you see is, like, what you're almost going to become because he doesn't know to, like, be led by his heart, which is the bigger visions that he does see in the mm-hmm. back of his heart, but all that's just is going to cloud it. So it's just, man, like, man, it, it, it all, at the end of the day, is wrapped around love, but it's the principles that, you know, we have to stand on as men. And like, you choose those principles. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what are the principles you're going to choose, you know, that the this big life, whether it's like, I want a million dollars, I want to change the world. Like, you can have all those things, man. You can have the access, but it's like, how are you going to do that? You got to have principles. Well, and mm-hmm. Those principles that requires discipline, it requires, you know, self-awareness. There's just so many different things. So ultimately, I would just tell people to like, you got to love yourself, dude. Like you, mm. it starts with you. It ends with you. Always. Mm. Always. Because I, mean, I can go. I can keep going. I love it. I no, going. I love it. I can keep going. I can keep going. Because it's, it's just, there's yeah. just so much around it. I mean, as a, if I were yeah. a young teenage boy who chose to cope with sex. Mm. If I would have chose love, I would have chose that, like, I'm not going to cope with this sex. What else can I hold on to, right? Mm. Whether it's Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's like, okay, it might not be Christ in this moment, but it's like, I know I'm going to respect myself until I can continue to really see who this Christ guy is. Mm -hmm. And that's just, that's just my true life story. But it's like, man, you just, you just got to wrap yourself around who you want to be. And how you get there really depends on what you do in these very moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Totally. Damn. A couple of things that I learned from Walter. Like, you're a football player. I mean, this dude is jacked. 
he ain't one you want to trifle with in the dark alley. <laughs> but but emerged. We were all sitting around inside the camper and just getting vulnerable and listening to you just open up, tear up, and just talk about stuff that you walked through and stuff that you've been through. And, you know, how you're still working on yourself. You're still, you know, walking down this path of the decisions that you've made. Uh, Like, my respect for you. Like, I've known you for several years. But, like, at that point, my respect for you was like, holy shit, this dude is legit. I appreciate that, man. (laughs) Um, But also, for, for people listening to this, it doesn't matter what mistakes you've made. It doesn't matter what choices you've made. Mm. You can still turn these things around. Like you can still, Walter said in episode 50, pump the brakes and yeah. slow yeah. down and think about what the fuck you're doing mm-hmm. and say, okay, who who am I? Whose am I? What what am I made of? What are my morals? What are like, what do I stand for? What mm-hmm. what does what legacy is my last name gonna leave mm. behind, right? I see you. To to see you go through the the decisions that you've you've made and the stuff that you've you've walked through, even with growing up in a divorced family and seeing how your mom was fighting to to keep the family together, uh, and then now you walking through that similar path, but stopping, pumping the brakes, and saying, "Well, hold up, like, am I going? Am I going to go down the same path that my my dad went down through?" my mom went down through or am I going to be someone different and going to take responsibility for the kids that I made right it's just it's it's awesome for for people that are listening to to to, to say it doesn't matter what decision you've made already mm-hmm. don't continue in that path just stop and think you know think and yeah. Yeah. change what you're doing absolutely yeah yeah so i have a couple of things we're going to end the show but <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to ask you one more question, but I just think that the thing, and it, Ben, you just said it so well, and Walter, your your life reminds me of something that I have said on the show before, but it's something that I've had to learn. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have to take responsibility for yourself. Yeah. Plain and simple. You yeah. have to. Basically. Because no one else is going to. Right? No one else can. That's, right? Oh my gosh. So, mm-hmm. but in the, in the, the thing is of bringing all the guests that we have on, all the conversations that we have, it's not a, we have arrived. It's that we are on the journey. Yeah. And we want to share our journey because that is the heart of innovation to be men in renovation, mm. but to understand that we're just ordinary guys, mm-hmm. but we're doing extraordinary things. Absolutely. Being an amazing father is an extraordinary thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, rising to, to do business and all these things that we talk about, rising to have a different marriage, to have a different set of, values on your life than what the world says you have to be is what this show is about. And Walter, we just want to say thank you yeah, dude. for being on yeah. the show with us these no, last couple episodes. Guys, Such a powerful story. And I know there's so much more we can talk about. We're gonna we're gonna ask Walter one more question. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. in order, <laughs> but in order to hear the answer, you have to go to our YouTube channel and watch it there. Ooh. So that's the kicker. Okay. That's the question nice. is as so being a man, obviously this is a men's podcast. Yes, sir. But to what is the one thing that you would tell men of today? Like just looking across the landscape and just all the things that have, especially in the last, you know, five-ish years, what would you tell men? Like, what would you, what would be your inspirational word to men across the board? 
But mm. in order to hear the answer, you have to go to the YouTube channel and watch the video to hear Walter's answer. Uh, I'm assuming you will not want to miss it, but do all the things, go to all the places, press all the buttons. Uh, <laughs> we love you guys. Spread the word. Share these episodes. More men need to hear them. Yeah. We out. Go to the YouTube channel.